Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, and welcome to episode 87, The Importance of Keeping Your Word. In my coaching practice, one of the predominant issues with women in all areas of their life is that they don't keep their word. And there are lots of consequences for not keeping your word. And I want to talk a little bit about why it's important and what the consequences are if you don't. When we keep our word, we gain confidence, we show up, we grow in self-esteem and self-respect, and we grow in competence as a wife, a mother, and a friend. We like who we are, and we trust ourselves, and we can be trusted. We honor ourselves. We tell ourselves that we are important enough to do what we said we were going to do. When we don't keep our word, we feel like losers, really. We think we're incapable. We think we can't do something rather than recognizing that we just made a choice not to do something. We judge ourselves as not having the gifts or the talents. So we perpetuate the negative judgments about ourselves. What are those negative judgments? that we're incapable, unreliable, undependable, again, that we can't be trusted. And when our brain hears ourself tell ourselves we can't be trusted, it becomes the message that loops around and around in our brain. So many women put themselves down and last and speak to themselves in ways that they would never speak to another woman. And we beat ourselves up over and over again because we've allowed the loop in our brain to keep saying, you're incapable, you're unreliable, you're undependable. When again, it's because we've made the choice not to keep our word to ourselves. So when you look at the house and it's a disaster, your brain wants to tell you it's because you don't know what you're doing or because you're too stupid or you're too lazy or too whatever. When in fact, it's because you made a decision to do something and you didn't do it. You didn't keep your word to yourself. Treat yourself honorably. You are a child of God, wonderfully made. Honor the creation of you by being honorable to yourself. When you say you're going to do something, do it. Don't distract yourself with scrolling or Netflix or overindulging in personal distractions, shopping or drinking or whatever. Keep your word as a mother. When you found out you were pregnant, all the wonderful images of motherhood stretched out before your mind's eye. And then the baby is born and it becomes hard. And little by little, we allow our comfort-seeking self to pull away bit by bit from our children, pull away bit by bit from the woman we want to be, the mother we want to be. Every woman has to deal with this. 
You aren't flawed or special because it is your battle. It is the battle of the brain. Our brain wants to be comfortable. And sometimes, and maybe even often, raising children is uncomfortable and hard. Do we give in to our comfort-seeking brain, which keeps us from keeping our word to be that show-up loving mother we long to be? Sometimes we do. But whatever we repeatedly do, our brain will expect. So perfection is not the name of the game. It's every day addressing who we want to be and keeping our word to ourselves. Keeping your word to your children. So many parents don't keep their word to their children by basically giving up parenting them. They let the children dictate the terms of the home or what they will or won't do. You are the adult. It is your responsibility to be the leader of your children. Keep your word to yourself to be the parent. So many people ask me, how do I get my children to listen to me? The key to getting your children to listen to you is to say what you mean and mean what you say. Keep your word to them and to yourself. Follow through with consequences and with promises. If you tell them they can have 30 minutes on a gaming system and they stay on for an hour, well, then they lose the privilege of playing for a certain amount of days. And that's it. No negotiating. Don't give in. You made it clear what was going to happen. They chose an action. You're going to keep your word and impose the natural consequences. And if you make a promise to have pizza night for the family on Friday with movies, you keep your word, you show up, you have pizza night, you choose a family movie, and then you watch the movie with them. Rather than getting distracted with things you think need to be done around the house or pulling out your phone. When you pull out that phone, you're telling your children that you're not keeping your word to them. You'll have far fewer consequences or bad behavior to address once your children know that you are the boss, the leader, you and your husband, that you will raise them with love and respect, and that you will do what you need to do to help them become happy, virtuous adults. I have said this before, and I think it's worth saying again. When I had children, I recognized that I was in a contract with God. He gave me these children, and I had an obligation to raise them up to know, love, and serve Him in this world. And so I always told my children, I have to answer to God when I die. And so I'm going to do this because I'm in a contract with God and I'm going to keep my word to him and to myself. And when the children recognized that I was on a supernatural mission, it made it much easier to accept the consequences, I think, because it was really true and they knew it to be true. Keep your word to your husband. Be the woman he married. Many of you may say, ah, but he's not the husband I married. We can't control his actions, but you can control yours. Be the woman he married. Keep your word and your vows to him. I promise to be faithful to you in good times and in bad, 
in sickness and in health, to love you and to honor you all the days of my life. That's what I promised to my husband. Does it mean that I haven't challenged him in 37 years? No, it doesn't mean that. But I have kept my promise to be faithful to him in the good times and in the bad. And there's lots of nuances about being faithful. We need to be faithful in all areas with our husband, body, mind, and spirit, in sickness and in health, and love him and honor him. That is keeping your word to your husband. Remember before you got married and how you couldn't not be with him? And then you got married and it was like, okay, this is nice. (laughs) And sometimes this is really, really hard. But the more you are there with him, bonding with him, connecting with him, communicating with him, challenging him and letting him challenge you, the deeper your commitment and your love will be. Keep your word. Be there for him. Be aware that if you repeatedly don't honor your word to yourself, will tell your brain that you can't be trusted. Showing up in all areas of your life and keeping your word to yourself and to those around you is the first step in actually becoming the woman you want to be. Take care. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.